powered by Transistor FM. Welcome to Friends, Foes, and Neither. Do not adjust your podcatcher settings, as what you are about to hear is real. It's the Derek Duvall Show. Prepare yourself for insightful interviews with incredible people. Join us now as we delve ever deeper into the human condition. And now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hey, everybody. Hi. Thank you so much. Please, everyone, sit. Thank you. Hello, Duvall Nation, and welcome to the Derek Duvall Show. We are back with another fantastic journey into the lives of extraordinary people. This episode is brought to you today by the fine folks at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash Derek Duvall Show. So before we jump into this episode, I want to say a massive thank you to my last guest, Elena Bistritsky. Her episode was incredibly popular and again, she was one of my favorite people to talk to. What a fantastic episode. If you've not heard our very in-depth interview, I strongly advise you to check it out after the conclusion of this episode. So welcome to episode 225, and we have a good episode lined up for you today. We have on the show Kendra Erica. Now, Kendra is an exciting up-and-coming musician who has tasted success with her cover of the Laura Branigan classic Self-Control and Frank Sinatra's Witchcraft. With her unique vocal talents, she has left her mark on the musical world. She discusses how she got into music, her success, her outlook on her musical future, her foray into acting, her views on the social issues in the music industry, and much more. Lots to discuss, so let's get her out here. Duval Nation, please welcome to the show, Kendra Erica. Kendra, hello. Welcome to the Derek Duval Show. How is the weather out by you today? It's a little bit chilly, which is why I'm I'm nice and snug snuggled up, but it's it's sunny outside. So I can't complain. I'm in I'm in Los Angeles. Nice, nice. So with the pandemic now winding down, how was it for you to navigate the COVID-19 world? I continued on. I didn't allow it to to be in an impedance on me. I just continued to making to to making music and making content and I just adapted with the the means of technology to be able to do so like audio movers was able was a great instrument to merge studios that I was working with remotely and across the country so it the the whole covid-19 really didn't have much an effect on my productivity, but certainly for the live aspect, it did. Okay. All right. So every journey has a beginning. Where were you born? What was it like to grow up there? I was born in Boca Raton, Florida, and it was a wonderful city and community to grow up in. A lot of supportive people and friends and just long time, long time appreciative supporters of 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 me and really? who I am. That's good. So what were your earliest career aspirations? I started off in musical theater and also in the in the jazz world performing at different 
jazz venues, like restaurants and lounges. And then I got into the, the, the club performances with the dance music that I was putting out and it was just an evolution. And I've had the pleasure of opening up for some key people like Cody Simpson and Jason Derulo. And also I've had uh, such an enjoyable time collaborating with some of the some of the well-known uh, key players in this in, in this industry. So what are your favorite memories from Lynn University? I remember doing this this variety show called uh, Celebration of the Arts and it was every year towards the end of the academic year like in May and I I just remember doing that every year and being a part of that. And, and that was, that was pretty special because I didn't major in arts or music or, or in anything like that. My major was communications and international business with, yeah, communications and international business, but being able to be part of the performance aspect that, that really was, uh, important for me. Hmm. What was your college experience like? I mean, you were you big on campus? Did you, you know, enjoy classes? I just honestly, I just did what I did there. I just went to like went to school there. I just wanted to get my get my degree. At the same time, like I said, being a part of certain elements and and events and and moments that were that I saw you know, important or, or a value. So what inspired you to pursue music full time? Hmm. What inspired me quite honestly, like when I, when I was, when I was going through school, like elementary school and high school, I, I wanted to do this like full time, but my, my mom, she, she said, I, I cause after high school, I wanted to go off to LA or New York and, and pursue this. But she was like, no, you're going to get a four year degree and, and then also support your, your, your music aspirations. And, um, from, from there, I did get my four year degree. And then after, after college, then that's what, that's when I was in the position to pursue it more full time. Okay. How hard was it for you to get established in the music industry? It just happened on my own, you know, time. Like I don't, I don't, I don't view it as me like getting established. Like it's not like I, I walked in one day to a group of, you know, of, of, you know, board members and they were like, Hey, you're established. It's just, it, it just comes with time. Hmm. Okay. Now you did a cover of the 84 Laura Brannigan classic self-control. What inspired you to take on this particular song? I had always performed the original at when I was doing live gigs and it was always a favorite of mine to do. And being that I had created some momentum with the billboard dance charts and, and doing a lot of, a lot of dance tracks, I wanted to not reinvent the wheel, but put my own signature and my own style on, on the song and give it, give it my own, my own, my own mark. Mm, so that's okay. what I did. So how much fun was it to shoot the video for self-control? It was, it was cold. <laughs> I mean, it was in January. Uh, we filmed it in 
mostly in Laguna Beach and uh yeah it was yeah it was January like a, a few years ago and I just remember it it was fun at the same time it was it was chilly but we came up with a great a great visual representation. Yeah, I saw the video it was quite good. Yeah. There've been a couple react reaction videos on YouTube really? about it. So, yeah. What what have they been like? Funny. Yeah. Funny. Well, I think because considering the source and the 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 characters or the personalities that do these reaction videos, they they have to throw in some humor in there or they have to you know, create some like create like a a, a humorous take on it. Hmm. You have music videos that are on YouTube and what have you. Do you go through um, um read comments? Do you do you re interact with your fans? I do. Yeah, it's real. It's really important because you can't ghost your fans. Okay. I mean, you 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 can you can ghost the the uh the unkind and just the off color and and off putting. Uh, comments you can ghost those because you know there's nothing to say so therefore right. you're just like a sheet <laughs> right but okay. the ones that but the ones that are are uh affirmative and positive those those deserve a uh those deserve some some acknowledgement fair enough the song hit number one on the billboard dance club charts and did you have any idea it would do so well and were you prepared for the success that came with it Was I prepared? I mean, going going through this this whole musical entertainment, you know, uh, aspirational journey that I'm that I'm going on, I, I like I'm not prepared for for anything. Like I I know I'm destined for greatness, but it it's just I I never know what form that's going to come in. So when this when this happened, I was just like okay and then it just and then i had to compartmentalize it it's it's not like it's not like i had i had like oh these like guaranteed connections and then once it happened then then i could then i could like prepare a response if that makes any sense right but when it just happened it just happened and then i was like oh okay great yes okay so we're moving on <laughs> moving on to the the um the next great thing to materialize what do so. you what do you do when you know you hear that song you know on the radio what have you do you stop and you you turn it up do you listen to it does it give you chills when I hear my stuff on the radio yeah like I said it's a very similar thing from the last question it's just like oh wow that's that that's cool it's just like yeah like I don't I don't really get chills about it. Like, I, I can't really describe like what my body goes through or what I do. I'm just like, okay. All right. So, yeah. Fair enough. All right. Tell my listeners about your cover of Frank Sinatra's Witchcraft. I co-produced it with, or yeah, I co-produced it with Myra McKinney and Ralph Johnson from Earth, Wind and & Fire. And it was just a lovely experience working with them. They were calm they they were very skillful and also they just had this this innate knowing of how to put the song together and what and what certain elements would would gain the track 
and gain the this this rendition that I did. And it was and it was wonderful that we won the Hollywood and Independent Music Award for that. Cause that's just proof in the in the process pudding. What's that moment like when you found out you won? My heart was beating <laughs> like an 808 drum. I, because the Kizzo actually, who's a Grammy award winning producer, he was in the studio while we were, while we were working on, on the song and and he was and he 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 saw it from the inception. He was a part of it. So when he got up to announce some of the awards, um, yeah, I think he got up and and um announced our our award like first. But when when I saw him up there, I I was like, okay, this is gonna go either one, like one or two ways. This is. I'm either going to get it or I'm, or I'm not. And because I, I don't know, but for some reason there is some, there's some like divine intervention and he, he announced it. he was like, Oh, my boy, Ralph Johnson uh, or uh, witchcraft. And then that's when I, I that's when my heart just was un uncontrollable. <laughs> like, I think it was, I, like I was confident in in the in the art and the project itself for winning. So I wasn't like, oh my God, it won. Like I had like there was sheer confidence and like a, a, a quiet confidence there. But it was the fact that I had to go up there and conjure up words for an acceptance speech and everything. And and although I I did have some talking points if the like it if if by chance we did win, I had, I had some talking points written up, but at that point, all of those just like went out the window. Cause I just could, I couldn't hear anything. My heart was just like, boom, boom. So, but, have you been so basically you've been rehearsing your Grammy speech since you were a little girl. So just kind of, <laughs> I have the, the only thing that I've rehearsed as a child is I want to thank God. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. But everything else, yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> None. How important has YouTube been to your music career with songs like Thriller Killer getting over a million views? It's been incredible. I, yeah, I mean that's that's the new world that we live in is is YouTube and getting getting those numbers up and that's yeah, been good. It's been great. Okay. Have you been working on more original songs for an album? I have been. I, I don't want to say album just yet because I'm not even sure if I'm doing an album. Like, I don't even know myself if I'm doing an album, but I I am putting out new new songs in 2024. Okay. So everybody who comes on my show who are musicians, they always say it's either album, an EP, or, or a combination of both. So I, I know people get kind of lost in the weeds in those two words, so... Is it, it's, it's, I'm sure it'll probably be something like along those lines, I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. I have, I have a track with Chloe Latanzi, uh, who's Olivia Newton-John's daughter. Uh, we did a, a song called self-love symphony and that's 
to be released in February, March time. Okay. So, and then the rest I have not set dates for. So I'm just letting, I'm just letting the new, the new year and new wind just take everything, but also being, being pragmatic and proactive and, and all those things, but not, but not being too, like, I, I don't, I don't have the, I don't have this year's advent calendar <laughs> as when I'm going to like, I, I haven't set any, any dates for anything else. So. So that being said, I mean, do you do a lot of live shows? I do. Actually, I have a residency at CERN West Hollywood every Tuesday night. So I'll be there this evening. You haven't thought about touring. I have. I was actually right before COVID struck, I was preparing to do a, a self-control tour and then COVID struck. And then the two, the two individuals that were going to be of assistance in, in navigating through all that they passed oh, no. during. So, so now a pivot has been made. And now I'm going down this road, <laughs> Okay. just like, just like every, every, everybody else, we had to adapt and embrace this, whichever new path was presented to us during this time. Okay. All right. Okay. Duval Nation, we are going to go ahead and take a small break right here, but we will be right back with the conclusion of this interview with Kendra Erica. Mitch, you should take this time to refresh that drink and take some super long deep breaths. You know that's right. Cluzo style. Out with the bad air. In with the good. Out with the bad air. In with the good. Pay attention to a few friends of my show and we will be right back. Hello, Duval Nation. Derek Duval here. Mental health is not only a top priority in my life, but it should be in yours too. As a combat military veteran, I have seen what untreated mental health looks like, which is why I've been using a therapist for well over a decade. Seeing a trusted therapist has helped me reconcile life events and other important things I've been witness to since returning home from the service and has changed my life for the better in many ways. Which is why going forward I am pleased to announce that BetterHelp will be sponsoring The Derek Duvall Show. BetterHelp is the world's first therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then, you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you can expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. That's BetterHelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show. Hey, it's Michelle Fabre, and you're listening to The Derek Duvall Show. You can hear my brand new single, I'm All That I Need, on all streaming platforms right now. Because I'm all that I need to get by. Yes, I'm all that I want. I'll tell you why. 
Welcome to Wine Chats with Bildo and Lindalyn. My name is Billy Milovanovic, aka Bildo. My name is Lindsay Kirkwood, also known as Lindalyn. And this is our offensively funny podcast about drinking wine and chatting life. Some of our previous topics include conspiracy theories. I know somebody that thinks the world's flat. What? Like a real person? Yes. Body ailments. I'm going to go from toes up because I have a lot. <laughs> no, seriously, you laugh, but I have so many this body is what ailments. what happens with age, guys. And I know. And orgasms. I'm a little bit frustrated and it just hasn't been happening. I, I'm trying. Henry's trying. We're all trying. But when orgasming is good, it's good. Basically, we talk about all the things that you would generally talk about over wine with your girlfriends. New episodes out each Monday. Chat, Chat soon. This is Marielle Sanji, the author of The Absinthe Frappe from LSU Press. Have you ever wondered about the mysteries of absinthe? The spirit is packed with history, and in my book, I explore the myths and facts behind this elusive liquor. What is it about absinthe that appealed to artists like Vincent van Gogh? How did the absinthe frappe cocktail take the country by storm in the 19th century? Why was absinthe banned? And how were the restrictions on absinthe lifted? Dive into the world of absinthe in the absinthe frappe, available wherever you prefer to buy your books. This is Benjamin Sledge, author of Where Cowards Go to Die. In my award-winning memoir, you'll discover the raw humanity, intricate complexity, and brutal barbarity of those who served in the Iraq and Afghan wars, and the psychological toll it took on modern veterans. You can purchase Where Cowards Go to Die on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere major books are sold. Look for me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benjamin C. Sledge. This is Patrick Baker, and you are listening to The Derek Duvall Show. Check out my new single, Sorrow, available on all major streaming platforms. And you can check my site out at patrickbakermusic.com. Don't leave my upper Hello everyone, this is Janae Sergio, life coach, combat veteran, and best-selling author. I invite you to purchase my new book, Perfectly Flawed, a veteran's journey from homeless to hero. In these pages, you will learn about the lowest struggles of my life to the absolute triumphs that have made me the strong woman I am today. Follow along as I talk about homelessness, my naval role in Operation Enduring Freedom, navigating insurmountable odds, and how I dealt with and overcame them. You can find Perfectly Flawed on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Welcome back to episode 225 of the Derek Duvall Show. Let's get right back to it with the conclusion of our interview with musician Kendra Erica. So one of my questions, I love asking musicians to come on my show. And and for the record, musicians are some of my absolute favorite guests because you guys are the most, some of the most interesting people is (laughs) who are your musical inspirations? Ooh, it. I'm listening to a lot of DJs recently, just like a lot of Deep House or or just anything that comes up on my Spotify playlist. Like I don't have like fate, like like musical inspirations, because at 
at this point, like there's so much out there and I'm, and I'm doing my own research with different, different like playlists and, and all that, that I, I can't really list all my favorites. So it's just like, yeah, I don't, I don't have any favorites. I'm just listening to what I want to listen to. And that's, <laughs> that's what I do. So, okay. Probably a better question would be like, when you were a little girl, who was the one singer who made you want to be a singer? Well, being that I started in classical, I think Sarah Brightman okay. really inspired me because I was doing classical at that time. So I was in that, I was in that headspace. Okay. Sarah Brightman. That's a great vocalist. I've seen her perform live. Oh, that's I awesome. I have. Yeah. Who is someone that you would die to collaborate with? Oh God. I would like to to see what what Kylie Minogue and I would do. That would be interesting. That's an interesting. That, yeah, that would be that would be cool. And I I only say that because someone recently told me that I was like that that I was like a Kylie Minogue or that I reminded them of Kylie Minogue and and, and honestly when I when I was like growing up, that was another like inspiration of mine. So I guess being uh, factoring all of that into the equation, I think that would be that that would be interesting to see. Okay. And do. This next question is kind of an interesting one. Imagine yourself ten years from now. Where do you see your career? How many years? 10 years. 10. Um, I don't know. <laughs> like whenever someone asks me these questions, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like I really, I really don't know, but just an elevated version of what I'm doing now. Just like more of it. Okay. Tell my listeners about cherry picker. Uh, it's a, it's a piece of intellectual property. Basically it's, it's, it's a creative message on, on the unfortunate realities of the industry. Cause there are a lot of, a lot of idea thieves and creative thieves out there that like to, that like to commandeer ideas and make them their own. So that's what that's what the cherry picker is about and it's we just shot the pilot and it's being pitched now so there's there's not much to say about it except for what i just said fair enough and also before i move on tell my listeners about the groundskeeper the groundskeeper oh that's still in post production because that's a typical story of the director and the investor clashing because the investor's job is to stroke, stroke, uh, stroke the checks. Right. The director's job is to be the creative. And when the one that's stroking the checks starts having input, that's when there's going to be problems. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So that movie, will, will it ever see the light of day, do you think? I don't know if there is allegory of the cave or not, but. Fair enough. <laughs> Yeah. I saw I was on IMDb Pro and I saw your bio and I saw that groundskeeper movie. I thought I'd ask you about it. So 
Yeah, I've been asking about it myself for a while. Fair enough. All right. What do you enjoy about acting? And is it something you want to do in addition to music? Or is it, you know, are you taking a break from music to do acting? Or is it a combination of both? I enjoy acting a lot because... And what's so interesting is that I... When I was filming my recent music video for Ghost, I I had more enjoyment filming that music video because I was able to be something other than myself than just like, oh, look, it's Kendra again, another glamorous shot, another like badass shot. Oh, look at this, look at that. No, like in Ghost, I was able to be something other than myself. And I enjoyed that because like when... I guess I've been doing so many music videos where I've been playing myself where I'm just like, it It almost becomes like, it becomes like a point where I have to reflect upon and be like, I think, I think implementing a lot more of the, like not theatrics, but just like that cinematic element into the into my videos would be wonderful and would be great so that's why i i think i really i i think the convergence of the two would be awesome so hmm. one of the questions i like asking female uh, musicians who come on my show especially in the climate that we work that we are living in right now is especially in the music industry how far do you think the me too movement has come i think it's come pretty pretty far i mean i can't really like say much about it like it's it's a very like polarizing topic because you know quite quite honestly yeah there are a lot there's a lot of like misogyny and and chauvinism in in the industry however there there are women that have consensually given in because they want to further their careers. And if that's the case, then just say that and don't play the victim. But, and, and I'm not here to put down women for that. It's, it's just, you need to be honest with yourself and why you did it. And then, then you can start to be honest with those that follow you or potentially could, could, could follow you. And as far as the, the, the toxic alpha males in in this industry, yeah, they, there's like some retribution and some and some justice awaiting them. I I just think that it's not so much of a me too issue anymore because it's not just it it's not just women being abused anymore because now there's because now we have pedophilia in the industry that has come to light and and i think and i think adults taking advantage and manipulating children is a lot bigger of an issue than two consensual adults getting into a sexual situation okay Next question I ask every musician who comes on my show, and this is an interesting one as well, is what are your thoughts on streaming services? I mean, they're they're doing what they need to do right now. It's streaming is streaming, and that's the way of the world right now. 
So, and streaming services have been helpful for me. They've been helpful for other other artists that I know of, and I think it's it's gonna it's going to it's going to evolutionize into something into something else in in the near future. Okay. Pierre de Coubertin said the most important thing in life is not the triumph but the struggle. Kendra, you get a chance to talk to your younger self. What would you say to her? To my younger self? Yeah. I would say, put your career before guys, before boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Well, and, and also just continue to persevere. And also if you, if you see people like making it really quickly, don't let that deter you because, and I had this, the, and I posted this today and I said, people that make it very quickly have either have, they either have a cushion, a really good cushion, or they were willing to soullessly and immorally detach from themselves and from their, their compass. So by you remaining still in constant with your with your with your compass and with yourself it's going to be a lot more rewarding and you you'll be able to sleep at night knowing that okay so you mentioned it briefly that there's another single coming out but what is next for Kendra uh what's next for me is I have a couple film projects I am working on in the beginning of this year and like I said I have Self-Love Symphony, which is coming out in February, March. That's with Chloe Latanzi. And I have more music coming out. And and quite honestly, this is the first year where I don't where where I'm just like I'm leaving it up to like the divine powers. Like I really am. So and everything else that I have that I've coming out and ready to ready for the the world to see like that's going to be my my journey so that's what i have in store okay as we enter the final phase of the view i always like to ask one fun question kendra what do you like to do for fun how do you like to relax i love playing golf i also love hiking i love working out i love spending time with my cat i love at the end of my day, I love getting into my hot tub and just relaxing. I I also love watching like period films because uh, you can you can learn a lot and you can learn about how to really maneuver and and uh, and advance. And yeah, I love soaking up nostalgia as much as I can. Nice. You say you play golf. I do. Yeah. What's your handicap? A, it's about a seven. You are kidding me. Yeah. No. Really? All right. <laughs> I make it out to California. You got to take me on the on the course. I want to see how just how good you really are. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll we'll make it happen. <laughs> All right. Outstanding. All right. All right. What's the best way for my listeners to follow your adventures online? You can follow me on social media at Facebook music uh facebook.com slash kendra erica music instagram at kendra erica tiktok at kendra erica and for the love of god just google me <laughs> <laughs> i love it 
All right, Kendra, I end my interviews with my favorite question. And the question is this. If the entire planet was listening to this broadcast, what would be the one thing you would like to say to the people of Earth? The Great Awakening is coming. Deep. It's here. Love, <laughs> love it. Kendra, congratulations on all your success. Good luck on the rest of your career. Thanks for coming on the show today. This has been an absolute blast. Thank you so much. And just like that, Duval Nation, we come to the end of episode 225. I want to thank Kendra for coming on the show and telling Duval Nation about her life and her career. I hope you all go and check out her music and her social media. I became a huge fan, and I think you all will as well. Kendra, good luck to you. I know you're going to go far in your career. Okay, tune again next time as we showcase another extraordinary person. We drop our episodes on Mondays and Thursdays, so be sure to keep checking your favorite podcast streaming channel for this episodes to drop. Also, I think it's fair to ask you, the listener, have you enjoyed this episode? I truly hope you have. So please go and hit that subscribe button to get up today for new episodes drop. Also, if you're feeling generous, drop us a review. We love reading what our listeners have to say about us, good or bad. We are still enjoying our partnership with the Amazing Tea Public. The Derek Duvall Show has a great little store on there with everything with our logo on it, including magnets, stickers, and mugs. So please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com. Go to the banner of the left is merch. Click that to take to our store on Tea Public. And once again, I want to thank them for being such great partners with the show. On behalf of myself and the entire team here at the Derek Duvall Show, I want to say to each and every one of you listening, we have lost another guest from the Derek Duvall Show on Tuesday, January 30th, 2024, we lost Hinton Battle, the star of episode 67. The three-time Tony Award winner was 67 years old. I knew he was in very poor health when I interviewed him back in 2022, but he was in such great spirits and so eager to talk to me about his illustrious career. What a loss for Broadway. So rest in peace, Hinton. It was an honor to have you on the show. No star, God bless. And see you next time, Planet Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, for links to merchandise and to explore past episodes. Please find us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Derek Duvall Show.